You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! Well, hello, hello, you weird bastards. You know who this is. This is the S Machine. And uh, I'm in the car now, but I'm actually sitting in a parking lot. Um, I'm waiting for somebody in a local... Yeah, I'm driving a friend somewhere, and uh, you know, I made the mistake of answering the phone. <laughs> it's like, hey, sometimes somebody will call up and you go, hey, you know, you, you normally look at the, uh, the caller ID, but I didn't look at the caller ID. It's very important. I mean, they've invented caller ID for a reason and they shouldn't even call it caller id they should call it do you want to talk to this bastard that's what it should be called because that's essentially what it is because you pick it up you look at it and go do i want to talk to this bastard you know and i I'm seriously i think i think it would actually be more more popular than it is right now and uh if they called it that so from now on i think we should all call caller id do you want to talk to this bastard but the thing is, uh, what I was thinking about, we were talking about sports, and I, the, the friend that I'm driving is a fan of a different team than I'm a fan of. I'm originally from Philadelphia, so obviously Eagles, right? And this friend, also originally from Philadelphia, is a Dallas Cowboys fan. And it doesn't bother me. And I know a lot of people that get really pissed off uh, if you're a fan of a team that's a rival of their team. It doesn't matter to me at all. I don't give a crap. It always amazes me how when people are fans of different teams, they make it a point to be mean to fans of the other team. You know, like people whipping each other's ass in a, in a sports stadium. What are you whipping each other's ass for? For what? You know, you figure if you whip up the, the other team's fans ass that the team's going to come to your house. You know, uh, I want to thank you for whooping that dude's ass who was rooting for another team. I, that shows real loyalty. And uh, you know what? We're going to give you a uniform and we're going to let you play next week. And we're going to give you the salary that you would have had if you were an actual NFL player. You're going to make about 20 grand for that game. I just want to say right now, thank you very much for physically assaulting a stranger for wearing a different color shirt than you're wearing. What kind of stupid shit is that? You know, that's fun. To, it's fun to, to trash talk your friends. If you're friends, it makes sense. You know, like if you're if I'm a, if I have a friend that's a Giants fan and I'm an Eagles fan, and we, we break each other's balls. Hey, you Giants suck. Hey, you Eagles suck. Hey, ha, ha, ha. And then afterwards, we go about our business. We high five. We eat pizza. And we watch the UFC fights. That's cool. That's fun. That's what it's for. You break each other's stones. That's great. But you don't punch somebody in the fucking head or hit them with a bottle because they're a fan of a different team. What kind of stupid crap is that? And you see it every year. Every year, fan of team gets ass whipped by jackasses of the home team, and people, you dumb bastards. There's no reason for that crap. You know, because if you really think about it, why are you so emotionally attached to the football team that you get offended that someone just like you is emotionally attached to their football team from their specific geographical region? You dumb bastards. Don't you think they have the right to be fans of the team from there? And even if they're from your hometown and they're fans of the other team, like say uh, Dallas Cowboy fans in Philadelphia or, or uh, you know, Redskins fans in New York that are from New York. So what? Who cares? Who gives a shiznit? I don't. You know, it really cracks me up when people find out 
uh, that I'm from Philadelphia. And then, uh, you know, if, and then, yeah, well, I'm from Dallas, man, huh? and the Dallas Cowboys, yeah, yeah. and your team, yeah. I'm sitting going, really? You're, you're, you're trying to pick a, an argument? You're trying to start an argument with a stranger? Really? That's, that's, that, that's what you want to do? That's somehow going to make you feel better? You know what's going to make you feel worse? I don't give a shit what you think. It doesn't matter to me what you think. I'm not offended by it, you dumb bastard. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> you know, a bunch of millionaires playing a game. And they win or lose. And if you notice, if you look at the end of the football game, dudes who were just moments before knocking the shit out of each other, beating each other down, stab, you know, tackling each other, slamming each other, hitting each other in the chest at high levels of speed and cursing and dancing over the other guy when something bad happens to him. You go out for the pass, I jump up and I either intercept it or I bat it down and I would, now you have to go punt. And I'm like, yeah, take that, you bastard. <laughs> you know, all sorts of that kind of crap. And then the, literally, the, and the game is over. And actually, you know, they're sitting there exchanging recipes in the middle of the field, high-fiving each other and exchanging phone numbers, talking about you coming over after the season because we're going to have a picnic. These are the dudes actually hitting each other. These are the dudes actually determining the salaries of the other people. If I beat your team, you don't make it to the playoffs. I make more money, you make less. But they still high-five and shake hands after the game. You have no bearing on that at all. None of it changes your, your salary. It doesn't change your life in any way. Your wife's not going to stop banging you because your team lost or start banging you more because your team won. It's not going to happen. You're not going to get better gas mileage because your team scored 30 points, you stupid bastards. Just enjoy the fucking game and stop that crap. <laughs> I see that so often, man. Just calm down, you sick bastards. Because never, I never understood the concept of that. You know, and when, even when, I mean, when I was younger, it would annoy me when someone was the fan of another team. Like if I had a, a relative that was a Dallas Cowboys fan when I was like 15 years old, it would annoy me when something good happened to the Cowboys and they were like running around, yeah, Cowboys, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get, I wasn't, I didn't, obviously I'm not going to punch a relative, but even if I saw someone in the street when I was 17, 18, 19, when stuff like that still bothered me, I would just, I would just in my, in my mind go, what an a-hole. But I didn't want to punch him in the face. And then when my team would whoop their team's ass, I wasn't walking around going, yeah, I hope your life is over, you bum. That's right, my team won. I hope everybody in your house gets syphilis. Ah. <laughs> because it's stupid. Just calm down, you dumb bastards. Enjoy your team's success. Or deal with your team's failure, but there's no reason to be an asshole about it. You know? But if you really think about it, sometimes like the the uh, Phillies won the World Series in two thousand and eight. It's a wonderful thing when you when your team does in fact when it really does uplift the entire area. It's it's really weird. It's it's like everybody's in a good mood. People start letting you cut cutting in the, in the traffic all of a sudden. Oh yeah, no matter we'll go right ahead. They won the World Series. You can cut in the traffic, no problem. Go right ahead. Right. Everybody's getting more action in the El Saco. You know. The newspapers have all these great pictures of people celebrating and everything going great. It's a great feeling. Conversely, when your team blows or your team loses in the Super Bowl, and I've experienced that also, it kind of sucks a little bit. But it doesn't make me uh, so depressed that I can't live my life and enjoy shit. I mean, come on. I mean, what kind of sucker is that? I mean, this is ridiculous. Come on, we're, we're better than as people, god dang it. We're better than that, you know? All right? 
Wait a second. The Eagles are playing the Arizona Cardinals this Sunday. And there's a guy right there wearing an Arizona Cardinals jersey. I should run that piece of shit over. What the hell? Are you? This is New Jersey I'm in right now. The hell is an Arizona Cardinals guy doing in New Jersey? This ain't Arizona. You piece of shit. I should just run his punk ass over. Gonna wear that shit here. Piece of shit. Oh, and he got in a car with Jersey plates. Oh, hell no. I should follow him home, go to his house, and slap him in front of his family. Man, Arizona Cardinals. I don't even care if he was originally from Arizona. You ain't in Arizona now, you bastard. And your car has New Jersey plates, and you gonna... Oh, my God, there's a Dallas Cowboy fan over there. This is New Jersey. Ooh, if I had a gun right now, I'd shoot. I wouldn't kill him because I'm not a murderer, but I would damn sure shoot out his tires. Fucking Cowboys fan. A Cowboys fan and a damn Arizona Cardinals fan, both with jersey plates. And about to pull off at the same time. I don't know. I should, I, I, I should follow one of them home and beat them down. Well, I know what I'll do. I'll follow them with my car. You know what? I'll follow the Dallas Cowboy fan because I don't give a shit about the Cardinals fan. I mean, he's a Cardinals fan. <laughs> Man, everybody knows Cardinals fans suck, except for the ones that are listening to my podcast. Those one, those one, those are great. But uh, the rest of them stink. And the damn Dallas Cowboy. I hope his brakes don't work. Fucking Cowboys fan. How dare he use his right as a human being to follow the team that he chooses to use? That doesn't apply because it disagrees with the team I follow. That bastard. I should run his punk ass off the road. Yeah, that's right. Fucking Cowboys fan. I can't stand it. Bastards. Gosh, is there a place around here where I can buy a baseball bat and bust out both of their damn windshields? Fucking. Ooh, everything I just said about being re- being reasonable and all of that. Forget all of that crap. I made it up to try to make you f- be reasonable. But I don't have to be reasonable, damn it. I want bad stuff to happen to the Cardinals fan. And I want even worse stuff to happen to the Dallas Cowboy fan. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Go Eagles. Yeah, that's right, you bastards. You dirty. This is South Jersey right now. This is Eagles territory. If I was in North Jersey, it'd be Giants territory, and I would expect people to be pieces of crap up there, damn it. By the way, I know my biggest audience is in New York, and I'm just kidding about that. <laughs> because New York State just became the uh, state in the United States that listens to me the most. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I really have nothing against you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know people in Philadelphia are listening to this and going, come on, man, you're originally from Philadelphia, man. You're supposed to rep the Eagles. And I do rep the Eagles. But quite frankly, Philadelphia is uh, in Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania is the third number three state listening to me. So, uh, you know, until you guys step it up, it is what it is. I mean, I love the Eagles, too, but business is business. So fuck y'all. Now, listen. <clears throat> I mean, the biggest city, obviously, that listens to me is Philadelphia. But, I mean, the rest of the state, even though there's a lot of people listening, um, you're still not number one, so uh, you know you can step that shit up, you bastards. <clears throat> anyway, uh, <clears throat> so like I said, uh, uh, the hell with that cowboy fan right there. Wait a second, that cowboy fan has a hot wife who's wearing an Eagles jersey. So you know he can't. He ain't. On. Wait a minute, how the hell are you gonna wear an Eagles jersey and get it on with a Cowboys fan? That's disgusting. I'm running these people off the road. Fuck that shit. God damn it. At least, the, at least the Cardinals fan's wife is wearing a damn Cardinals jersey. What a sellout. I can't stand it. Everything I said about being reasonable to fans of other teams, I take it all back, damn it. I say to hell with them. 
yeah. Look for me on the news tonight because I just figured out a way to run both of them off the road. <laughs> okay, guys. Let me let me ask you this. Have you do you guys eat food off of uh off of lunch trucks and and food carts? You know, I know if you if you're in a major city. I, I'm originally from Philadelphia, so obviously I've spent I've eaten food off of lunch trucks and food carts and I'm a comedian. You know, and, I, and I'm between shows right now. I'm writing a new show. That's why you don't see me out there out and about. But, you know, when I'm out there doing my thing, you know, you're always in a different city and you get to go to the news, the, the food carts. And the food carts are a big thing now, especially in places like New York and Philadelphia, where, you know, it's like they're like rolling five star restaurants. Now you go there, they're awesome looking places. You're impressed with what you see. You think they're great. The guy is an actual chef. Or the lady's an actual chef in there taking care of business. And they have my degree of some double chef school where I have majored in making food that makes people want to bang it because that's good and that incredible, you know? So I'm used to the food cart. So I, I take some, so I go to, I, it was a food cart that I, in, in the city that I lived in at that time. And it was, it was like one of those super duper mega 18 stars. It has, it, it has 10,000 Michelin stars. And they, they, so I take the food and I bring it back to some friends. They're like, oh man, this food is the greatest, it's the best. And I'm going, yeah, I tell you, this guy's, a, this guy's the real deal, man. Boop, 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 boop. So what happens is one of my friends decides that he goes, yeah, man, you got these little flashy carts downtown, man. You got these little flashy trucks downtown, but you know, you need to have like hometown, home style cooking, man. And I know a place that is this the home style cooking. It's the same stuff you get downtown, but it's an, it's it's an, it's home style cooking, man. This guy's been cooking for years, man. You don't even need any those fancy degrees. This guy just knows how to cook. And I'm going, I don't care about degrees and all that kind of crap. I mean, they cook it. It looks, it tastes good. I'm cool with it. He goes, let me show you, this. you got to understand, this is a real deal. I'm going to get you some real cooking, man. I'm going to bring this to you. Now, forget that fancy crap you just had there, man. You, This is the real, this is the good, this is the greatest stuff in the world. The good stuff, the greatest. And we're going, yeah, Um, could you stop describing it and go get the shit, please? All right, let me stop describing it because we're going to start railing again about how good it was. So he goes to get it. And we brings it back, and we're like, "Oh, cool!" We went, so we all we gave him, you know, we obviously we gave him the bread he needed, the, the money he needed to go buy it, and then he comes back, and we were, we're going, "Oh, cool!" And so we, it looks good. We got the little styrofoam thing. We pop it open. We all eat it. It is the greatest. It's as good as that crap from downtown for large amounts of money. It's as good as that stuff. So damn good. I'm thinking, you know what? You were right, man. You were right to say that we should go with the home cooking and the home style cooking. This guy that's been cooking in the same truck in the same spot. This way is as good, if not better, than the fancy schmancy people downtown with their $60,000 sandwiches. This guy is great. And I'm telling you right now, from now on, at least we're at least going to mix this guy in, damn it. Forget the, the people downtown. I'll still go to them because I like them. But this guy right here, man, get the good food and not spend as much money as that down there. Let's do it. So we started mixing that in when we were going around. We started mixing it in. He was always the one that went to get it because you know how it is. He's the one that had a relationship with the cat. Not that they're friends or anything like that, but they always saw his face. And sometimes when you go to a supermarket, well, not a supermarket, well, even a supermarket, if you get lunch meat from a supermarket or if a person keeps going to a restaurant, if that person is thought of as a great customer, sometimes they'll get perks or they'll get more food or they'll get more spices and more biscuits, more whatever that you wouldn't get as a new customer. So it only makes sense to send that person to get the stuff right great 
So we're cool. We're eating it. That's all. Well, this guy's the greatest one. Boy, we're eat it. You know, eating like pigs. You know, making all the disgusting sounds. Sounds like the, the 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 sounds like the backdrop of a porno film. You know. So one time he goes, "Yo, man, do me a favor, my ass, man. Um, could you come with me?" Cause I got to do something else first. I'm gonna carry this package and put it in the trunk. It's gonna be kind of heavy. And then we go get the food. And then we come back. And I go, sure, no problem. Get in the car with them. We pick up the package. The shit is heavy. And if I'd have known it was that heavy, I'd have like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Just kidding. I would have helped them out, but I would have looked at them mean the whole time. You bastard. You sick mother. Ooh, that was heavier than you said. You punk ass. So we go to the lunch truck. And I'm walking down the street. Go here it comes, man. You're gonna finally meet it. And I just see this line of people but I don't see the truck yet I see a line of people and I'm going oh man this guy I don't blame him I'll be in line for this too he goes oh we ain't got to be in line man I come here all the time we can just go to the back of the truck we just walk around this corner and we go right up there oh, my food's right oh cool that's great. see that's why we sent you because you built up the relationship with this guy and it's great and we turn the corner and I see the truck and the truck looks like it fell out of somebody's ass I mean, this truck looked like it fell out of somebody's ass. It looked like it fell out of the ass of someone who just lost a, a mud wrestling fight. This is the dirtiest, the most disgusting looking piece of shit truck in the world. I damn near stuck my fingers down my throat to vomit up the three weeks of food that I ate at this hunk of shit truck. Now, I'm a dude, and most guys don't give a crap. Women get a little, oh, that's just not clean enough. And most guys are like, hey, 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 hey if it ain't gonna kill you. You know, guys don't even have a five second where we gotta... Oh, there it is, rule. Because, oh, there's that hot dog from last month. Let me smell it. Not bad. And eat it anyway. Yes, you are, guys. I know that your, your wife might be right next to you listening to this in the car, or your girlfriend might be next to you listening to this, or your daughter might be next to you listening to this, or whatever. And I don't want you to try to lie to them. You use a lying sack of crap. You know you're disgusting with the stuff you eat. Shut up. But this was just a, a bridge. This was way too far, Jack. Because I'm looking at the truck going, oh, my God. Oh, oh, I was dry heaving as I walked towards the truck. And I'm looking at all these people standing in line and they look like business professionals and highly educated people. And by highly educated, I don't necessarily just mean they have master's degrees and bachelor's degrees. I mean, highly educated people and evolved human beings who are open to knowledge, who are open to new ideas, who are smart people just in general. That's what I thought of these people. Boy, when I saw these jackasses eating food off of this truck that looked like it fell out of somebody's ass who just lost a mud wrestling fight. I looked at them and I'm going, I don't even respect you as human beings. I would have respected you more if there was a dog strapped up here and you just walked up and licked the dog's leg for lunch. <clears throat> At least the dog allows itself to be washed on occasion. But this truck, this truck has grease on it. I, I guarantee you, if you scrape some grease off of the side of this truck, you'd see Richard Nixon's fingerprints in there. That's right, I said it. Get the hell out of here. And he's smiling. <laughs> I'm going, oh, you're buying one less plate of food here, Jack. What are you talking about? I'm going, this is this, this truck, this nasty ass truck is the truck you bought the food that I put in my mouth. You bought food from here and get, look at this guy right here. This guy probably, if you walked up to the guy cooking his food and asked him when he gets, when he sneezes, does he use a, does he use a Kleenex? He would go, what's a Kleenex? And then wipe his nose in his freaking sleeve. Oh my God. He, those are not sleeve. Those are his arms. Oh, that is even more disgusting. And you brought that food for me. You sack of shit. 
So I let him buy the food for himself. He still bought the food for the other dudes. We go back to the place. On the way home, we go to the clean truck to get my stuff. And they're all looking at me. Why are you... Why'd you buy that? Why'd you waste all that money? And I said, really? And I showed him a picture of the truck on my phone. And they all vomited on top of their damn food. Which actually made it look better. The hell out of here. <laughs> his truck was gross. And this fool bought it. Took, I feel mad that not only that I ate the shit, but I paid for eating for that. This is the kind of restaurant that was so busy, they probably had to hire an extra person just to spit in the food. That's right, I said it. They probably got somebody spitting in the food. And quite frankly, the spit would be the most hygienic stuff in that crap, damn it. You know? And what I didn't tell you was one of the people in line was a health inspector. I'm going, ha-ha, a health inspector. They're going to shut this bastard down or make him clean up, and the health inspector is eating this shit. What the hell? What, aren't you the health inspector? Yeah. What are you doing? Ordering. So you're not going to shut this place down? Hell no. I would shut it down, but the damn sandwich is incredible. Besides, he bribes me, so fuck you. I went, oh, all right, business is business. <laughs> so the moral of the story is, if you have a friend that's an idiot, and he recommends something that's going to be put in your mouth, something you have to touch, Follow the bastard and find out where it came from because you might be eating sandwiches with armpit chips in it, this sick bastard. Damn it. Even remembering this story makes me want to hurl. Um, This segment's over. After We just going to go to the next segment. I think I'm a bomb, but I can't take it. My friends, my podcast audience, I got to talk to you about this, damn it. You would be so proud of the S machine, a.k.a. me. Why? (laughs) Not the obvious reason. Not because of my genius podcast and my incredible comedy and the genius, insightful genius work and thoughts and things of that nature. No, damn it. Not just that. I expect you to be proud of that. Proud, damn it. But I'm proud. You should be proud of me for something else entirely. That's right. I said it. I actually walked into a dollar store, walked around, and walked out and didn't buy a damn thing. That's right, I did it. I know what you're thinking. You're going, that's impossible. No one in the world can walk into a dollar store and then walk out of the dollar store without buying something. Well, damn it, not everybody is S. Anthony Thomas, and it takes a man like me to do something like that, damn it. I did it. It's such an astounding feat that as I walked out of the store, a news crew showed up. They were all dressed in their jammies because they had been actually living there for six months, hoping they would find the elusive person who had the amount of willpower it takes to walk into a dollar store and walk out without buying anything. And they ran up to me, excuse me, excuse me, are you the great S. Anthony Thomas who does that genius podcast? And I went, (laughs) of course I am. What kind of stupid question is that? Can't you see the sign I have taped in my hat? And the lady said, I can't believe you did it. And I went, I know. And the Guinness people went, hey, hey, hey. You know that guy over there that's actually helping people and doing all sorts of great things overseas and we should talk about how amazing and wonderful he is? Tell that guy to go suck his suck, suck, suck an ass. We got to talk to this dude that walked in and out of a dollar store without buying something. And they pushed the Nobel Peace Prize winner down the street and told him to go do something important because who cares about that Nobel Prize crap and helping people? Who cares? S. Anthony Thomas walked into a dollar store and walked out without buying something. damn right. You can't even believe you heard such an astounding feat. 
Now, the thing that's amazing about it is that's actually true. Well, not the news part. That actually didn't happen. And the Guinness people didn't show up. I actually embellished there a little bit. <laughs> I know you were actually believing me when I said that, but I just wanted to clarify that that was me just being a little little weird there. <clears throat> anyway. But the thing is, it really is difficult to walk in and out of a dollar store without buying anything. I know that if you have a dollar store, um, I, I don't know when some of the... Um, this, for the people in the United States, you have dollar stores most likely around. For the people in other countries, you know, Australia, UK... Maybe Canada. Well, Canada, you probably have dollar stores there too. And, and whatever other countries you're listening in. I don't know if you have a dollar store. A dollar store basically means things in the store cost a buck, a dollar, a U.S. dollar. That's what it means. And I actually went in with someone else. I wasn't going in for myself. And we actually had a bet. The guy goes, I bet you that you could not walk into this store because you've never walked into the dollar store and not walked out with something. I said, I bet you I can. He goes, I'll bet you. We were in this store for about 20 minutes. I'm walking around, me, man, blah, 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 blah. he's picking up crap he doesn't need. Tampons, I'll take them. <laughs> like, dude, you're, one, you're a, you're a dude. Two, you have no girlfriend. Three, your mom's 80. I can't see anybody be buying this for. Who cares? It's a dollar. <laughs> Put it in the cart. I'll take 10. <laughs> so he walks out with uh, $716 worth of bullshit. Which, surprisingly enough, is about 716 items. <laughs> and I walked out, and as I approached the door, he goes, Oh my God, you're going to do it. And everyone in the store stopped, and they looked at me, and they went, Oh my. This man was in this store for 15 minutes watching his friend buy crap he doesn't need. He's actually heading toward the door without an item. And as I got closer to the door, I looked back. And much like when the person is on a football field and the defenders are so far behind him they can't catch him before he gets into the end zone I turned around with my back to the door looked at them smiled and walked out the door backwards while I pointed to everyone in the store with that Isaac from Love Boat point like yeah and I walked out backwards because I'm that damn good and the guy that I went with, he goes, man, thanks for the ride because my car is down. I want to pre- appreciate you bringing me here to this thing, man. I can't believe it. I can't believe you were, you were good enough to walk through the dollar store and not buy anything. No one in the history of the world has done that. And I said, I know. I know. I know, damn it. And I stood there for a while in the parking lot looking to the sky with my hands on my hips, celebrating my amazing feet, something that's never happened in the history of mankind. And then my friend goes, well, you won the bet. And he handed me a dollar. And I walked back in and bought some tampons. Because they, they were just a dollar. They were just a dollar. So I just went and bought the tampons. Okay, that did not happen. I did not go back in and buy tampons. I bought a bra for a dollar. That didn't. It did not happen. But I like to squeeze on the bra and pretend there's a woman in it. Okay, that also did not happen. <laughs> but it was really weird. Because I, I did uh, go to a dollar store with a friend of mine. I, I was driving. I was driving them actually someplace else. And he goes, yeah, man, let's go to the dollar store. I go in and I, I literally did walk out without anything. And people were going, you didn't buy anything? They were looking at me strange. Which I, was, I was joking around about that. But the thing was, that's one of the few stores where most people literally can't walk in and not buy something. It's just almost impossible to do that. You know, you know, it's like, a, like when you have a girlfriend or, or, or a wife, a lot of the times they will do, when you go shopping with them, they'll go to stores where you can actually, it, technically it's okay to go into the store and not buy something. You can go to a Best Buy and walk around and not buy anything because those things cost some real money. You can go to a Sears or a Target or even a Walmart and look at stuff and not buy it, you know, because you're going to go, oh, that costs too much or, oh, you know. I, one of the things I don't understand is people that do that window shopping crap. I don't get that. 
Every girlfriend I've ever been with is always going window shopping. I don't understand the concept of window shopping. You know, I mean, it just, it, it, those two words shouldn't even go together. Now, the window part makes sense. There's a window there. I understand that part. Window. There's a window. I understand it. Shopping. You're not shopping. You're looking at shit. You're looking at stuff. And a lot of times they go window shopping for stuff they're not able to afford and will never get or don't really want but just want to look at it. A lot of the... I'm sitting there going, we, we, we got in the car. You got all dressed up. and You spent 45 minutes getting ready and then you made me miss something. And I thought we were coming to buy something and we came here to just look in the window. I mean, it'd be different if we were coming here to buy something else and to do something else. And while we were here, you saw something and went, hey, that's interesting. And then went looking at it. I mean, I, that I understand. I've been there before. I've gone places where I was walking around a mall or something. And then I saw some electronic equipment in the, in the window. And I saw it and went, hmm, that looks interesting. Let me take a look at it. Let me read the stats on this because it's right there in the window. I've done that. But I've never gotten all dressed up, got my best suit on and all. Yeah, put the thing and shaved up, clipped up everything, got the thing, the hair going, got the sunglasses, got the smooth watch on, put the new shoes on, got it, put the perfume, the perfume on and come down. Yeah, and then go into the mall and all right, I'm here. Let me look at some stuff I'm not going to buy. Oh, man, that stuff looks good. It looks real good. Okay, now that I've seen it, I'm not going to go home because I, I really didn't even come here to buy it. I just came here to come look at some stuff. Yes, I could have looked at it on the internet, and um, or more important, I could have just not come here at all because I'm never going to buy that, but I decided to get all dressed up in my, my best clothes and get look good and put the perfume on and put the new shoes on and put the suit on and come down here and look at some stuff. They shouldn't even call it window shopping. It's called, they should call it window looking at shit you're not going to get because that's what it is. It's shit you're not getting. Why am I here, damn it? That's what I'm thinking. Why am I here? Window shopping is never and can never be the meal. The meal is actual shopping. Going there with some money in your pocket, with the credit card. I'm going to go get some stuff and then you do the window shopping. You do the window shopping when you're on the way there. You do your window shopping when you're walking out. You do your window shopping if it's a store next to where you're actually going to make a purchase but you don't make a special trip of just window shopping. That doesn't make any sense and it needs to be stopped, damn it. Forget all these laws about all these other crap in Wall Street. Oh, you're never going to stop people from Wall Street from being a bunch of thieving bastards. They're always going to be thieving pieces of shit. You know it. And damn it, I know it. They're thieving bastards. But what you can stop is having dudes have to go window shopping. I would never ask a woman to go window shopping with me. Listen, I'm going to go down there and look at some uh, new podcast recorders and some new electronic equipment. Would you like to go down there with me? Oh, sure. Would you, you, want to, you want my opinion on it? Oh, no, no, no. I just want you to stand next to me while I look at it and imagine being able to afford it. And we're going to do that for three hours. <laughs> What's with the mace? Put the mace down. Put the mace down. Because that's what happened. They would mace you. Trust me. They will mace you. They're not going to mace you like you're some kind of murderer or something. They'll just mace you just enough to piss you off. Because they, they, I mean, you actually belong to them. So they're not going to hurt you bad. But they will mace you. They might put it on your shirt. And then kind of put their hand in front of your shirt. And you know how you try to waft the flavor up when you're smelling something. I mean to waft the smell up when you're standing over a meal. And you just want to wave your hand. To get the smell to go to your face. They'll do that. They'll spray the pepper spray on your stomach. And put your hand over your stomach. And try to wave the pepper spray into your nose. Because they don't want to hurt you bad. They just want you to make you feel uncomfortable. I, I mean according to what other people are, what's happened to them because <laughs> that's never happened to me last month anyway what I'm saying is damn it the window shopping is an add on it can never be the main thing 
The window shopping, window shopping is like the magazines at a supermarket, damn it. You're in line at the store to buy products, to buy food, and the the damn magazine is right there. You pick the magazine up, you read it. You're not buying, spending eight bucks on that bullcrap magazine to find out that President Obama has six heads and Michelle Obama is a professional juggler on the side, those made-up bullcrap stories. Get the hell out of here. You're not buying that crap, but you'll read it. You'll read it because you're there, and there's nothing wrong with reading it because you're there. But how crazy would it be if you got all dressed up and dialed up, got into your car, drove down to the supermarket, didn't even pick up any of the products and just stood in line reading magazines all day? That would be crazy, wouldn't it? Of course it would. Unless you were like having supermarkets, uh, 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 security guards drag you out and smack you around and throw you through the glass window like your Axel Foley in the 1984 hit Beverly Hills Cop, damn it. Yes, I made an old reference. Shut up. It's you wouldn't do that crap. No, hell no. Why? Because just like window shopping, the magazine is an add-on. It's something that happens while you're doing something else, you bastards. When you go to McDonald's, who 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 is ever in the history of the world? I think more people have driven to McDonald's just for the apple pie than people that have gone out of a dollar store without paying for stuff. Of course it doesn't happen. It never happens. No one gets into their car and goes, hey, you know what I really would like? I would like one McDonald's apple pie. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to drive out and get this pie that's the size of a half a deck of half a deck of cards. That's exactly what it's worth. Of course, the amount of gas it's going to cost me to drive all the way to the McDonald's is worth more than the damn pie, you know. But I'm going to get the pie anyway. Of course, of course, I'm going to buy the pie, and I'm because I love the pie so much. I'm not going to I'm not going to actually eat the pie until I go home, and then it's going to be ice cold, much like their fucking French fries, which get cold before you even get into the fucking out of the damn parking lot. <laughs> and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go home and I'm going to microwave the pie and then it's going to be all dried out and it's going to be not even worth the trip but I'm an idiot so I'm going to do it anyway <laughs> no you go there for a meal you go there for your damn hamburger your fries and your soda damn it and then they go excuse me hi would that be all or would you like to have three cookies with that would you like to add some apple pie or cookies with your meal you know what I would like to add on some apple pies because it's an add-on, damn it. Just like window shopping is an add-on. It's an add-on, damn it. And don't ever let anybody tell you different. I know your girlfriend's going to make you go window shopping. It's okay. If it's Christmas time, go window shopping with her. And then when she asks you, what do you get me for Christmas? Go, you know what I got you for Christmas? That three hours of window shopping. That's what you, you, you should say that. Now, if you actually do say that, um, you're gonna you, something bad's gonna happen to you because not only were you gonna have to buy her the gift, but you're gonna find out that ambulance rides are kind of expensive and 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 and, and so are uh, hospital bills. Even though if you have insurance, the insurance will pay for most of the hospital bill, but there will be some kind of copay that's gonna come out of your pocket. And it's gonna be money that you didn't have to spend if you weren't trying to be a smartass. Because you shouldn't really take one of these rants that I have on my podcast. You should not take them literally because I would never actually do that to a girlfriend of mine. I I, I actually I'll actually go window shopping because I'm not nuts. You probably can't tell that there was a pause in the podcast a moment ago. Maybe you heard the doorbell ring, but how dare the UPS man come to the house and 
bring me something that I purchased at a time when I'm recording my podcast. He, well, damn it, maybe I'm going to start doing some window shopping. Because when you window shop, instead of really shop, UPS guys don't come to your house and bring you stuff that you bought. The UPS guy's never going to come to your house and go, hey, here's that stuff you were just looking at. I know I'm interrupting your podcast by delivering this, you know, when I said I was going to deliver it, but damn it, I'm delivering it. It wouldn't happen. I ch- everything I just said about window shopping, forget it. Go window shopping, damn it. Just kidding. Do not go window shopping. <laughs> you know, if you really think about it, guys actually do go window shopping. There is window shopping for guys. Window shopping for dudes is strip clubs. And it's really one of the dumbest things that you can do as a dude, you know, if you really take it seriously, you know. Because if I'm if I see a woman naked, me personally, if I see a woman naked dancing to music, sweaty and gyrating, I'm going to want to get it on with her. And I don't go to strip clubs because to me, like I said, it's window shopping. You're a naked woman and you're gyrating in my face and there's music playing and you're doing handstands and all of that kind of stuff. The the S machine is going to want to go up in that garage with his vehicle. You know, you see those guys, oh, look, the girl that, oh, she really likes me. Boom, boom, jiggity, boom, da, boom, boom. She got a button on my face. Boom, jiggity, boom, da, boom. Don't put some money in there. Boom, boom, jiggity, boom, da, boom, jiggity. I have no money left, honey. Want to dance? Where are you going? Where are you going? I, I, because of the money gone? The money's gone? That's it? That's really? I'm going to go to the ATM machine and get some more money. Oh, man. Hey, more money. Boom, she's back. Boom, boom, jiggity, boom, da, boom. Oh, man. Boom, boom, jiggity. I thought she didn't like me. Boom, boom, jiggity, boom, da, boom. As it turns out, she does like me. Boom, boom, jiggity, boom, da, boom. I have no money left. Where are you going? Oh, shit. I got to go to the ATM machine so she'll like me again. <laughs> right? And a lot of these guys that actually go to the damn strip club and ladies that go to the strip club sitting there putting some money in some dude's balls you got somebody at home who you, you know you're not going to do anything with the stripper either because the stripper is not going to want to get it on with you because he or she knows you're just window shopping or you know you really don't want to get it on with the person you just want to look at somebody who looks great and in great shape and look at him look at those who look at his this and his that and look at his six-pack and he's <laughs> yeah look at that girl's ass look at him yeah, i like to put this my stuff in her stuff and put my thing on her thing and put my mouth on her things and squeeze on her things i like to take his stuff and put it in my stuff and grab his stuff and play with his thing and put his thing in but i wouldn't put his thing in my thing but i really can fantasize about putting his thing up in my stuff and you know you're not gonna do anything and then when you think about all the money you spend at a strip club, this is actually dumber than going window shopping because this is window shopping that actually costs you real money. You're giving money to a woman that you find attractive who is not going to get it on with you. You're putting your money behind the balls of a guy who wouldn't give you the time of day. But there's a guy at home whose balls you play with willingly, who you signed a contract, you put a ring on your finger and said, this guy's balls are my balls and I'm playing with just these balls. I'll go look at other balls and stuff money behind other balls, but I'm not going to get it on with somebody else's balls, just this guy's balls. And dudes, it's the same thing, you sick bastards. It's the same thing. I have a woman at home who's nude. I have a woman at home is willing to get it on with me and I'm going to just get it on with her damn it I'm not going to get it on with anybody else I'm just going to get it on with that woman and that's that and that's the end of that but look at this stuff on this lady right here look at her stuff I love her stuff too but I'm not going to touch her stuff I'm not going to mess with her stuff I have a woman at home and lets me play with her stuff and when you think about the amount by the way if you heard me rustling it's because I I was so enthusiastic about this incredible rant that I'm on that I almost fell out the chair you see most people wouldn't be honest enough to tell you that they would try to be cool and play it off 
And I probably shouldn't have told you that because this is not a video podcast. You didn't really know that I was sitting here looking cool and then almost fell off the chair and busted my ass. But you know what? I like you guys so much and there's been so many new people coming along. I feel comfortable enough to let you know that me, the S-Man, was sitting here looking cool, recording the segment of his podcast and almost fell out of the chair and busted his ass. But because I am cool, I caught myself at the last minute and I still kept talking. That's how good I am, damn it. Back to the rant. But if you're sitting there putting your money in the the balls of another dude or in the boobs of another woman, think about the amount of money you spent just because that person has a nice body. Do you realize if you took that exact same amount of money and put it in a jar and saved it up, you could have bought your spouse and yourself a damn gym membership and then both of you would have the same bodies as the people you're giving the damn money to. And then you'd have that exact same body as the dude who's up there with his money behind his balls. And she'd have the exact same body of the lady who you stick in the glitter, the, between the glitter boobs. And then you could put money in each other's butts and boobs and six packs and stuff. And she could put money under your balls because you got a six pack and you could put your money between her now healthy fit boobs. Damn it. And then you could actually get it on with the person with the nice body instead of fantasizing about them while you get it on with that slob you're married to. Yeah, that's right. I called your husband a slob. And yeah, that's right. I called your wife a slob. I'm just kidding because I'm a bit of a slob myself, but I'm getting in better shape. Fuck y'all. Now, listen. So the <laughs> so the moral of the story is, my friend, don't go window shopping. And if you go to the dollar store, keep it cool. Don't be like my jackass friend buying 600 and 65 tampons because they're cheap that's dumb be like me just buy 10 tampons because they're cheap because that's smart and if anybody needs any dollar store tampons uh, let me know because I got like 10 of them here I don't know what the hell I was thinking buying this bullshit that was just stupid segment's over okay cats and kitties let me let me ask you a question what is your what is do you have anything that to you is kind of a how can I put this? Not, um, you know, the kind of thing that burns a bridge if somebody does it. You know, the kind of thing that's a that pushes the get the hell away from me button. That everybody has a thing. To me, it's the overall picture is lying or manipulating me. You know, but but just like with lying and manipulation, when you think about it, there's gray areas there because you can't just say I don't like people that lie to me because people lie to you all the time it may be a lie because what you're asking is none of your damn business you know how many times a week do you two get it on 50 okay <laughs> you know but unless they're a woman dating me the number's not going to be 50 of course if they're dating me the number's going to be like you know let's see the seven days in a week I usually get it on with a woman I'm dating 10 times a day, so 70. And, you know, sometimes I have other things to do. So 50 is about right. (laughs) No one's buying that, really. It's pretty much, yeah, yeah, sure. Screw you people. Now, listen. But if you really think about it, everybody manipulates in some way. Everybody lies in some way. And the only thing that really matters is, is the kind of lie that's a big deal? Is it the kind of lie that's going to hurt that's going to hurt somebody? That's what I, and the same thing with manipulation. Is it the kind of manipulation that's going to hurt a person? You know, like, like if you see, I had a friend of mine who had a weight problem and he had like the blood pressure action, he had high blood pressure and the sugar and all this kind of crap. And his wife started to do things like 
he loved mashed potatoes. So what she would start to do was she started putting cauliflower in his mashed potatoes. And she started taking salt out of the food and adding other kind of spices. And she started mixing in and changing his diet without him knowing that she changed his diet. He goes to the doctor and the doctor's going, well, your blood pressure's a lot lower, Bob, and you lost some weight, Bob, and everything's getting better, Bob, and this, Bob, and that, Bob. And, and also, I forgot to add, she would also take him to activities where they would be walking a lot. And he thinks that they're just they're just hanging out and doing a great time. And she did just want to hang out with him. She loved him, but she was he was actually moving past the ten thousand steps a day you're supposed to take. So he didn't realize he was actually working out more. Didn't know it. Eating healthier. Didn't know it. She never told him. She was manipulating him. But you know what happened? His triglycerides were great, and the heart thing was good and the sugar, the sugar went down and the, he lost the weight and all of a sudden his cholesterol dropped and this that and the other one and he, he's going what the hell happened I just I didn't do anything what the hell's going on and then she told him now he wasn't mad about it he goes oh damn you should have just told me I mean uh, she goes if I told you you wouldn't have done it he goes yeah pretty much I probably would have just found a way to fight back against it but I'm glad you did it so now that I know let's keep doing it now, that technically was manipulation. She went behind his back to do things he, she knew he wouldn't voluntarily do. But then when he saw the results and he knew the motivation behind the manipulation, he was cool with it. Right? Unless you were in the Guinness Book of World Records, when your wife looks at your stuff and goes, wow, that's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. You, your stuff is not the most incredible thing she's ever seen. I'm telling you that right now. I'm telling you that because your woman has never gotten it on with me. <laughs> uh, anyway, but, <laughs> but, but, but in all seriousness, man, lying and, mo and manipulation happens at all times. It happens to everybody and everybody does it. I don't do it a lot because I don't like it, but I've done it before. I've done it before, you know? You know, like if, if your woman is comes home from work, right, and you want to get it on because you've been thinking about her delicious behind all day and you're like, the second she walks in the door, I'm jumping on top of her, right? And she goes, oh, I gotta, really got to study for this, and I really need to do this. Well, if, if, you, if it was her turn to clean the house and you clean the house, you know normally you don't clean the house when it's her turn. You know that, you sick bastard. You don't even want to clean the house when it's your turn. But you clean the house when it was her turn. Why? Because that's 45 minutes that's shaved off. And that means everything's moved down 45 minutes. That means she has 45 extra minutes she wouldn't normally have. And you know what you want to do for most of that 45 minutes. She comes home, oh my God, you cleaned up. Yes, I did, and I did it for you. It had nothing to do with the fact that I knew that this would be an excuse not to get it on with me. And now that we have 45 minutes to get it on, we can get it on. <laughs> And you know why you clean the house. You clean the house to get it on with your wife. You manipulated the situation. You lied. You lied. You lied. I don't blame you for doing it because I would do the same thing, but you lied, damn it. Everybody manipulates and everybody does it. Don't, don't lie. Now, we don't do it at the level of these politicians. See that I actually stumbled over the word politician the same way when the Fonz back in that hit 70 series, uh, Happy Days, did not like to say the word lie or wrong. Hey, Fonz, you were wrong. I was I don't even like to say politician. I can't even say it. I can't say politician. <laughs> but the thing is, like I said, we all manipulate people. I have a manipulation story. And, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll cop to it. I manipulated the situation. So what? And I'm copping to it in front of a whole bunch of people because all of you sick bastards listen to this crap. And I'm telling you what happened. It was a younger version of the S machine, okay? 
And there was a and, it, and I used to love to watch other comics like the top level comics perform. I, I got to the point where I was headlining comedy clubs. And if you don't know the comedy clubs uh, uh, set up for comedy clubs, there's the MC or host, which is 15 minutes in the beginning of the show. There's the middle or feature, which is 35 minutes, 30, 25 to 35 minutes in the middle of the show. And then there's the headliner, the, the main act who does 45 minutes to 75 minutes, usually around 45, 50 minutes. Okay, that's the level that I have gotten to. Okay. And that, I mean, I'm, I've been there for years now, but back then it was new. Okay. So, so usually when a big name act came to town, I would never get to see them because I was working someplace else or they would work the club that I was working. Now they were more, they were obviously famous and I was just a damn good comic, but they were great comics and famous. So we'd never get to work together because we were filling the same slot in the show, you know, and the feature people, they weren't giving up their spots on the show. Cause they were like, Oh man, I get to work with Emo Phillips. Oh man, I get to work with Bill Hicks. Oh man, I get to work with, you know, so I'd never, I couldn't get anywhere near seeing these people because I was working. So there was a couple of times when there, I really, really wanted to see these performers perform, but I couldn't get to see them. So one of the things as a comic you do is you always, once you get to the next level up, you don't perform the level down because as people see you perform the level down. Sometimes they look at you like, oh, well, maybe he's performing the level down, meaning if you're a headliner being a feature and if, or if you're a feature being an MC, because he's not really solidified in his new level yet. And that's a perception thing. And sometimes that perception will cost you money. They would go, well, you know, if he's performing as a feature and he's really a headliner, maybe I shouldn't give him, you know, maybe I should just, you know, kind of split the difference with the money since he's not solidified in his new spot. So that's why you can't take the spot down in many cases. But I wanted to see Emo Phillips and, 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 you know, I wanted to see Bill Hicks perform. So what I decided to do was I went to a club and I, went, I was like, ah, oh, man, I had a week off and I wanted to go down and hang out. So I'm going, well, I got a week off. I'm going to get to go see Bill Hicks. This is going to be great. You know, and then I found out through the grapevine that the um, MC wasn't going to be there. And the owner of the club goes, oh, man, goddamn MC's flaked out. I mean, the fucking asshole, the mother. God damn it. I need an MC. I said, uh, I'll MC for you. He goes, yeah, right. And I go, yeah, I'll do it. I don't give a shit. He goes, huh? You'll do it? I said, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm right here. I mean, what else you got? You only got two comics in the building. What do you do? You're going to go up and do it? You know, you want to see everyone just rush out to the building when your corny ass walks up there with your lame ass knock knock jokes when, you know, <laughs> so it's like, you know, I mean, you can get the feature to do more time and take the host spot, but the guy has exactly 30 minutes. He's a great feature, but he can't stretch 15 extra minutes. What are you going to do? Have the other guy, you know, you have the, the star comic do more time. You're going to have to pay more money. And, you know, so he goes, ah. Oh. Oh, uh, so just don't put my name in the paper, dude. <laughs> you know, having been here for this, you know, just just let it happen. Okay, good. So I, I I do I do the shows, you know. And the star comic, I'm not going to mention the star comic in this particular weekend. His name goes. What you What are you doing, MC in this place? And I go, What do you mean? He goes, You're obviously not an MC. I go, Nah. And of course not. He goes, You're not a feature. You're better than that. I go. Actually, I headline comedy. He goes, I could tell. It's like, you know, I know. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'll be honest with you. I just wanted to see your act. He goes, oh, really? I'm, I'm flattered. I said, I said, yeah. I mean, I was already here. The MC flaked out. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. I was going to come down to watch you this weekend anyway and see your show maybe on one day because I had the weekend off because of a, a mistake in uh, my schedule. Something, something fell out. So I was going to be home just chilling. I figured I was going to come see you. But uh, between you and me, 
I was going to come see you perform anyway, but I figured since the MC crapped out, <laughs> why not make a few hundred dollars and get paid to watch you perform? And the, and the star comic laughs their ass off. And I goes, he goes, says, you know what? That's pretty damn smart. I said, yeah, cool. That's cool. So I manipulated the situation. I didn't, under normal circumstances, there's no way in hell I would have taken that spot. But I was off that weekend anyway. I was home anyway because of a scheduling mistake. It wasn't my mistake, by the way. But a scheduling mistake that would have wound up having me having making no money that weekend. And I wanted to see this particular performer in the first place because I had never seen them before. I had seen them on TV. I had seen a little bit, I had seen little snippets of their, their specials on the cable thing that they do, had done. I, you know, I knew, I, I knew that I liked what I saw, but I wanted to see them perform. I wanted to see them perform. And I didn't want to, and like I said, perception is important as you're climbing up. I didn't want people to see me there both nights of the weekend. They're like, why are you here? Shouldn't you be working a weekend someplace? Because you can play it off on a Friday. Oh, yeah, you know, I got this college. <laughs> yeah, this big time college gig, you know, that happens, you know, at a weird time. That's why, you know, normally it would be happening at the same time as this. But I'm so incredible. My, my career is so ingenious and incredible. And I'm so beloved that they allowed me to come here and watch this show and then go <clears throat> do their show at some weird time that no one should believe. Because if you believe it, you're an idiot. <laughs> right? But this way, I got to perform. Man, nobody knew about it. Only people that knew about it were people in the crowd, and not, they, they didn't know anything. What are they going to do? Tell people? Nobody knew about it. And I manipulated the situation, made a few hundred dollars on a week when I would have made nothing, and I basically got paid to watch a preferred person perform that I would have gone to see for free in the first place. I manipulated the situation. I could have just stayed back and let the... Actually, the people in the audience are probably glad I manipulated the situation because the person who booked the club would have actually gone on in the place of the MC, and there would have been a bunch of people in there trying to find that, uh, you know, trying to find out if there was any rat poison they could drink so they wouldn't have to listen to his corny ass knock knock jokes for 15 minutes. But you get the point. So it's manipulation. Everybody manipulates something. It's all about the result, it's all about the motivation. Now, as it turns out, the people got to see a really good show. They got to see someone who should be headlining, who's good enough to headline and does headline, who was in the beginning of the show. So there was no weak spots in the show. It started off strong and was strong in the middle and it was strong at the end. They didn't know that. They just saw a great show. Fantastic. They go home. We saw this great show. Right? He normally would have to pay me a lot more money when I played there. I got to play. He got to say he got to pay, pay some money to somebody. He got his show. Everybody was happy. I gave a good compliment to a star comic who, of course, helped me out a lot. <laughs> God, I was just, I just won that whole weekend. <laughs> the only thing I didn't have was, uh, you know, uh, a couple of hot babes, uh, you know, after the show, think I was funny and then get it on with me uh, in a hotel room. Oh, wait a minute. That did happen. <laughs> the greatest weekend of all time. <laughs> The only thing I didn't make that was I only I didn't make that much money that weekend. But when you when there's a couple of hot babes to get it on with you, and then the star comic eventually helps you out in your career, and and I, this is just a good night. In fact, manipulation is good. I take it all back. Manipulate the shit out of everybody. Damn it! I just realized I went my whole life trying not to manipulate people, but one of the few times I manipulated people, I got to get it on with a couple of hot babes. I, I met a star comic who helped me out with some stuff. I take everything. Everything I just said about manipulation, manipulation is complete bullshit. Manipulate everybody. Damn it! I think I'm going to try to manipulate myself into some babes again. What the hell was I thinking? Telling people not to manipulate. Manipulating is great. One time, a few times, I manipulate somebody. I get it on with two hot babes. 
and, and this is incredible. I got paid to watch a great comic. And then I went back to that club and got a raise because the star comic spoke, spoke up for me to the club owner and I got more money for the rest of my time. At that, club. This is, that was a good day. What the hell was I thinking? Manipulate the shit out of people. You know what? I take it back, politicians. Go on. Screw everybody, damn it. I just realized how incredible it is to manipulate people. I take it all back. Politicians keep stealing. Okay, politicians do not keep stealing. Manipulation is bad when it comes to that kind of stuff. But the kind of manipulation that I did, that is good. Do that. That is the kind of manipulation that is acceptable, you bastards. That's right, I said it. Manipulation. Oh, yeah. Okay, guys, let me ask you a question. Uh, I'm assuming that you've been called for jury duty at some point. You know, and, and the thing I don't understand about uh, jury duty... Not to be cliche about it, but come on already. I know it's our duty to do jury duty. I get it. Everyone should be on jury duty. It's a jury of your peers. Everyone should do it. And this, the, 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 no, no, no. The jury duty to me is like the army. Um, because we don't have a draft for the army. And the reason we don't have a draft for the army is because uh, people would wig out if we did. But other than that... It's just that we have more than enough people, more than enough dedicated, wonderful people who who are compelled to fight for the country in a physical sense. Enough brave people that will do it. So we don't have to have a draft because we got enough courageous people to do it. Okay, now that's the Army and the Navy and the Air Force Marines. We get it. Okay, and, we, and thank you for your service if, if you're listening to this and you're part of any of those branches of service. Thank you. I really seriously about that. But the thing is, jury duty is similar insofar as there's more than enough people who actually would go on jury duty and do it and want to do it and be open to do it and have time to do it and would take it seriously. Everybody who's ever been on the jury knows there's always a bunch of people there that take it very, very seriously. They, they said to be back at 12.07 for, from lunch and you're here at 12.08. I'm sorry, I'm gonna, as there's the foreman of this jury, I'm going to have to this, that, and the other. I'm like, dude. Just calm down. I couldn't get through the door because you were all walking in too slowly. Yes, but if that's not what it means. It means it's 12.07. You must be here, damn it. There's enough of those people there. There's plenty of those people who... I, there are people I know personally who they never asked me to go on the jury. I mean, I'm waiting for them to, to get around to me. I mean, this is bullshit, man. I want to do jury duty. People want to do jury duty. There are tons of them. So why not just take the jury pool and have the jury pool consist of people that want to do it, that don't mind doing it, that are open to doing it? They really exist. I know it doesn't make any sense because most people don't, but there's enough that do. You only need 12 at a time. Why annoy the other million and a half or two million people or 100,000 people or whatever the number of people in the city that have driver's licenses? Why would you annoy those people with that? Come on, damn it. You know what I mean? Because essentially all they do basically is go by, well, do you have a driver's license? Did you vote? Well, there you go. Come on in for the jury. Well, hey, hold it a second. You're just randomly picking people, and then you, then when you pull the people down, you send most of the people home in the first place. Wait a second. So you maybe miss work for this $9, and now all of a sudden i got to go back to work, and I'm, I'm, I'm out work, but now $9? Well, thanks a lot. I think I can order breakfast, uh, lunch for me, and maybe maybe one of me and my friend or me and a girlfriend can go to McDonald's. What, we can't both eat? Okay, we'll just have to get a meal and a half because it's $9, and meals at McDonald's cost five or six bucks, you bastards. Come on, damn it. The jury duty, and it's only they, they pick you because you have a driver's license because you registered to vote. What the hell is that? 
kind of qualification is that? It's, it's inefficient because you bring down so many people and you only pick 12 and a bunch of a few alternates in the first place. You should just the people that you you know what you want. You know what you're narrowing it down to that 12 people. You should have that narrowed down in the beginning. Get you. I mean, what about what about the person's nuts? What about the person wigged out and has some kind of weirdness going on, and they just turn into they're just going to be the most weird person on the planet? But they but, but they voted last time and they have a driver's license, so come on down. We would we would like to question if you to be on the jury. <laughs> okay, this guy's not qualified. I don't know why he's down here. That's what happens, right? I mean, that's how I'm going to act next time they have me come down there. I'm going to act like nuts. I'm going to do all sorts of stuff. I'm a I'm a please. I'm going to find, excuse me, can I ask you a question, sir, sure, Mr. Thomas, we'd like to ask you some questions or find out if you're qualified to be in this jury. Okay, I just want to let you know that I'm now urinating on myself, and then uh, I'm going to now uh, break dance in the middle of it. Nice try, sir. That actually does not disqualify you, because if you can see over there, those are other people that are actually uh, been qualified to be on the jury, and they actually uh, break danced in their own urine also. Why y'all guys going to bite my style? We talked in the in the hallway that that's what I was going to do to get out of jury duty, and all of you people stole that idea? Y'all suck, man. I don't even know how y'all going to be on the jury if you can't get together and at least decide what kind of thing you're going to use to get out of jury duty. All 12, you didn't talk to each other at all? Bad enough you stole my pee on yourself idea and I peed on myself for nothing. Now I got to sit here in the pee as these people look at the people laughing at me. The judge is pointing at me and laughing. This is bullshit. You couldn't come up with your own idea to get out of jury duty? You had to steal mine? God, I hope nobody gets you guys as a jury. You dumb bastards. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? There's a pool of people that don't mind doing it. So just go do it. You can't use that you voted or you have a driver's license as a reason to pull, pull in a bunch of people that are going to decide the fate of another human being. You can't force people to do this kind of thing because let's be honest, how, what kind of a job do people do normally when they're forced to do something that they don't want to do? Think in terms of your teenage children or your teenage cousins. What kind of a job do they do cleaning their room when they're forced to do it? Well, what kind of job do they do studying when they're forced to do it? What kind of job do they, do they do on anything when they're forced to do it? They suck at it. They suck hard. They're passive aggressive. They stink. They're not performing at the top of their abilities because they don't want to do that crap. And you know that's the truth. Now, before you say, yeah, but that's teenagers, that's not adults. Adults are just like teenagers in a way because adults do dumb crap too. And it's worse with adults because you know better. The teenager's brain isn't formed yet. They're not 25 when the brain is ready to come out the oven. No, they're young and stupid. But you're older and you know better. Go to a sporting event. Is it the teenage boys, the 15-year-olds beating each other's ass? No, it's fat old guys with pot bellies whooping each other's ass as they try to squeeze their, their fucking gut inside of that jersey that's made for back when they actually could fit it from 10 years ago because the cheap bastard doesn't want to buy a new jersey. And I shouldn't even say cheap bastard because he probably used the money he would have buy on a new jersey for the fucking seat licenses with a stupid seat that he's had in his family for 20 years, damn it. But it's those guys whooping each other's ass because, oh, you vote for another team of millionaires that don't know you? Well, I root for this team of millionaires that don't know me, and I'm going to fight you and go to jail over these people that don't know I exist and will never know I exist, damn it. And that's the, the things that adults do. 
Adults fight in bars. Adults cut cut each off, cut cut each other off in traffic and yell at stuff. Adults will say, "Excuse me, excuse me, honey," to their little four year old daughter as they yell and 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 moon somebody while they're driving at ninety five miles an hour down the road. Adults do that, so adults also do stupid crap. As an adult, how do you do when you go to your job and you, you know, it's six o'clock and you know how you do things at your job when it's almost time to go. It's all those games you play with yourself. It's 545 and I really don't need to. I don't, I don't want to do another sales call right now. I don't want to start another project right now. Or I don't want to turn on the, I, I mean, the, the fucking conveyor belts off right now. I don't want to work on another project. I don't want to load another thing right now. It's 545. I'm going to try to find a way. I'm going to hide in the bathroom. I'm going to go out for a smoke. I'm going to hide away so I don't have to actually start something because it's going to take me past 6 o'clock if I start something right now. And then the boss catches it. Get in there, Johnson, and do that thing that you didn't want to do that's definitely going to take you to 620 to finish and it's going to ruin your whole evening because you're going to miss the train and you're going to have to catch another train afterwards or the traffic's going to be bad. I'm ruining your night, your night and your day with this bullshit order right now that I'm only doing because I have power over you and I cannot choose to do it. <laughs> do it. Well, what kind of job do you do on that thing? You know you suck at it. If you're loading a truck, you load the truck sloppily. If you're doing a sales call, you purposely are really lame with your sales pitch because you're hoping this bastard turns you down. You're going to do everything. Whoa, 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 you load, you're doing this, you're doing that. You're going to do it badly because you're being passive aggressive because you're forced to do it. And you know that's what happens when you take people to do something that they're forced to do. They suck at it. So what happens when you have a bunch of jurors deciding somebody's fate and they're all being passive aggressive and they suck at it? Now, I'm not saying that that's the case. In many cases, juries do a great job. They really do. They do a great job. It's, they do a great job on, on so many occasions that many times when there's a jury that absolutely blows, it becomes a big news. Most of the time, it probably works out well. You know, I mean, we can get into a discussion about the jury system, but we'll save that for another podcast. We're just speaking in generalities here. Okay, generally they do a pretty good job, okay? But you know damn well you're not getting the same job you would have got unless you, if you had 12 enthusiastic people that couldn't wait to get on the jury there. People that will take it seriously. Come on. You know? Imagine if you just randomly picked people to do other jobs the same way they randomly picked people to do jury duty. Okay, um, we need someone here. This person needs a heart transplant and the heart is here. Uh, we need somebody to do this heart surgery. Uh, yeah, we, no, you don't have to call any of the other hospitals and see if there's a, a, a good heart doctor available. There's no reason to do that. I have this really big bowl of licenses from around the states. So uh, I'm just going to stick my hand in there and I'm going to pick one of those out. And we pick this guy here who is in the corner talking to himself and peeing in the flower plant. But hey, he's the one we pick. There we go. Scrub them up. It's time to do that heart transplant. No, you would not pick other people to do a job like that. Of course not. You would pick the best person for the job, the most qualified person for the job, someone who at very least wanted to do the job, but they don't do that with juries. So all I would say, jury duty people, much love to you. You perform a fantastic service. Your job is needed. I respect you. I just wish you would find a group of people first that wanted to do jury duty, that would take it seriously, that are enthusiastic about being there, that want to be there, pick from that group first. And I think you'll come to find that there's more than enough people that are interested in doing that shit and you won't have to torture other people with that. Now, if it comes to the, to the point where you use up all of those people and you want to dip into the regular population, whatever. Whatever.
Okay, it is what it is. But all I'm saying is I'm sure, I'm very sure there's more than enough people who don't mind doing that crap that you can use them. So please use them. Please. Okay, you weird bastards. That has been this episode of the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas. I want to thank you guys very much. Now, this is actually being recorded uh, this, what I'm talking, what I'm doing right this second, some of the other segments have been recorded a little earlier, but this is actually being recorded on October 27th, which is my birthday. So I want to thank everybody on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and all the other social media sites for giving me all the happy birthday shout outs. Much love to you. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, and I want to thank everybody that's listening to the podcast now, meaning the people that were with me for the whole year. Thank you very, very much for sticking with me. And thank you for spreading the word. There's been a whole bunch of new people coming on. And I know you're coming on because the other people recommended me. So I want to thank you guys for coming along. And hopefully you'll be just like the people that recommended me to you and you'll recommend me to other people. So if you're on social media, you're on Twitter, your Tumblr or whatever your social media of choice is, please feel free to let everybody know about the Yes Anthony Says podcast. Much love to you. I appreciate you. I really, really, really do. In all seriousness, even though you've probably by now have heard of over an hour of me acting like a jackass, it doesn't matter. Right now I'm being sincere and I thank you for everything. Now, uh, for those of you that ask, some of you are, are listening to one of the listen in your cars. Uh, you can listen to this in your car. You just need to be on TuneIn or Stitcher because I am on, this podcast is also on, TuneIn, Stitcher, and iTunes. So if you want to listen to me on Tuner, Stitcher, uh, Tuner, oh good lord, TuneIn, Stitcher, or iTunes, I am there. Every episode of the S. Anthony Says podcast is on TuneIn, Stitcher, and iTunes. The home base of the podcast, where it, it originates, is santhonysays.podbean.com. Uh, P-O-D-B-E-A-N, okay? So it's santhonysays.podbean.com. To those of you that have donated to the site to support the program, thank you very much. And you are the ones that know that the only place you can support this podcast is by going to santhonysays.podbean.com. You have two choices there. You can donate to the show monthly, or if you scroll down a little further, you can do a one-time donation to the show. Either way is fine. Most important, and more important than anything else, thank you for listening. Um, to those of you that donated, thank you. To those of you that are going to donate, thank you. To those of you that have not and are not going to, just listen to the show and tell everybody you love it and give me some good 27-star reviews on your podcatchers and tell everybody you know that you listen to the podcast. I will consider that your donation to the cause, my friend. Much love to everybody. I really appreciate all the, I mean, you guys have been really super mega ultra cool to me. Um, my other podcast uh, friends, thank you very, very much. You know, Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks, uh, the podcast Digest, Dead as Hell Horror podcast, Five Minutes Away podcast, That'll Play podcast. If I forgot anybody, don't worry, I'm going to be shouting out people on a regular basis. Don't think that I forgot about you, you know. Um, there's a lot of other podcasts that I love, and I'm going to be shouting you bastards out in future podcasts. So don't think I forgot about you, you bastards. I didn't forget about you. I got love for you too. And I will shout you out too. Thank you. Much love to you all. And S. Anthony. <laughs>